0: Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. I want to welcome Diane Bickle. Hello, Diane. Good afternoon. Hello. Good to see you today. I am so excited to have you here in uh, the midst of our people. God's just been doing such a, a good work as people think about uh, what they're called to do right now, and, and just to maximize your time, I want to uh, go ahead and zone it in because you and I had a conversation yesterday about this opportunity, and right out of your mouth, uh, as we were talking about the 08 recession, you said. What I know about God is he helped us make the necessary shifts in an unstable environment. I think those were your words. Mm-hmm. And so would you unpack that for us and just tell us how did that work out for you? And what can we learn from you now in this environment? I'd love
1: to share, uh, any, any lessons that the Lord has taught me or things we've learned as we share with one another. It's so powerful. Um, yeah, so when the real estate market tanked, um, and for us here in the Midwest, it was a little bit uh, delayed, you know, kind of on the coast, it started tanking faster and dropped further. <laughs> um, and so here, it started uh, tanking. And I'd, I'd been uh, in real estate for about 10 years when it began to tank and had had, um, had started a real estate company. So I'd been with that for about seven years into the tank. And so as we realized that we were not going to be able to do what we had done in the past um mm-hmm. as the market began to hand us a a, bazil, a like a ton of distressed properties a ton of short sales and foreclosures um Whereas before we were just happily working with homeowners and helping them sell their homes for, you know, the, the, the market value and getting new people into new homeowners into those homes. Now we had um, dumpy distressed properties that were that were glutting the market and um, we had uh, very distressed people who were losing their homes that we were trying to help them either not lose their homes or, or just you know just cut you know just cut their losses and walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, basically in the place of dialoguing with the Lord, telling Him how unhappy I was that this is exactly what we had to work with these days, God. This is this is what we've got here. This is not fun, and it's hard, and it's I'm not sure how we're gonna do it. so having that authentic conversation with the Lord also um in gathering together with the team of real estate agents uh, that were are a part of of the company, sitting down and having just real conversations like what are you finding out there as you know when your boots are on the ground what what conversations are you having? what are your clients saying? What are the needs of the buyers? You know, and just pooling all of that information. And it's kind of like putting together a puzzle. It's like everyone brought their pieces to the table of what they were finding, what they were hearing, what they were sensing. And with those pieces, those pieces that we collected and put them on the table, we were then able to take those pieces as a, an organization of of Christian real estate agents, we were able to take those pieces into the place of prayer together corporately and talk to the Lord about the pieces that we had. And out of that conversation that we had with each other and with the Lord emerged a sort of a strategy that felt God-breathed. And um, and so we had, I mean, the, the real conversations we had had to do with dollars and cents. They had to do with um, you know, at that time there was about 20 some odd real estate agents who all had to continue to make a living or figure out another job to go get. So it was real. It was rubber meets the road real. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to lose those people. Um, and I, I wanted to keep them, you know, with us and, um, they were great people. And so we, we talked real dollars and real cents. So here's how the conversation went. If we have to sell houses that are going to be worth about one-fifth of the value of the average home that we have previously sold, um, and it seems like we are, We're seems like we're dealing with about one-fifth of the value, which means take home for any given person was one fifth of what they were accustomed to taking home selling one home so we had to figure out where are we going to give and take what can we increase and what can we decrease so that 20 people can earn a living for their family and um and also be have high morale and be energized that what they're doing is highly helpful to today's market. It is highly beneficial to um, the clients that they're serving. And how did we take our same game strategy, which had always been, and Nick said it, and I loved it, I wrote it down, I said, you said it so well, Nick. The strategy was, how could we guide these people uh, to accomplish the results that they were trying to accomplish? That had always been our goal. Mm-hmm. So, given a new a new playing field and a new kind of set of rules, um, we had to ask that same question: How can we help our people um, minimize their loss and um, and step out of their houses as quickly as possible and get those homes sold for them before they had to foreclose? That was a question we answered. We began to work with banks we began to literally work with the banks because we had the homes that were going to be turned over to the banks. So we worked with the banks to put those homes back on the market, did a lot of legwork, uh, let go of some of our corporate dollar, so that the individuals within the company Mm -hmm. could make a living and make it worth their while to stay, um, to keep selling homes. This was kind of a, you know, it wasn't a forever after. It was like this is what we see to do in this environment. Therefore, this is what we will do, and um, and so we um, not only did we, you know, we obviously we navigated the real estate um, tank. The market went in the tank for three, four years. We um, we actually gained market share in that season, because we were willing to do the work that others were unwilling to do. Others hadn't figured out how to do it. Um, The truth is that in those years, in in our market, in our Kansas City market, um, in 2000 and end of 2007, beginning of 2008, when the market really started its downward spiral and before it came back up, about three and a half years later, four years later, uh, half of the real estate agents who were in the market at the beginning of the tank were no longer in the market. Like I think it was something like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember what the numbers were. If it, if it, if it was 30,000 real estate agents, there were 15,000 left in the market when the market came back up. And um, And that was interesting. You know, I, I don't think we fully understood what was happening because we were just working hard to serve our clients and our client base. Our new client base was investors who wanted, believe it or not, people, I don't know where you're listening from, but you could literally buy a little house that might need a little TLC for $35,000, $40,000 in the Kansas City area. Um, and so that was our new client, somebody who wanted a $35,000 property. and um, And when the market came up, and we were still—all of us were still intact. We were all still selling properties. We had learned how to take lemons and make lemonade, <laughs> and we were—and we were really happy to do that. Um, there was a joyful camaraderie that took place within our company, where we all were stretched to the brink. We all learned new skills. We all went back and remembered our original foundation of, of expertise and selling skills. And we had to re-employ them once again in this new environment. So in other words, we, we just went back to school is what we did. Like, instead of just saying, this is who we are and what we do, we actually had to be, this is who we are. and This is what we do. And, and we did it um, together and um, sold a lot of properties. Market comes back up. We look around and say to ourselves, oh, my goodness, what happened to that company and that company? And because nobody had time to look around in the in the hard working season. But when, you know, things were a little bit easier, the market comes up again, you breathe for a minute, you look around and go, oh, I remember them. Where are they? You're searching wow. online for them. They're gone. They're not in business anymore. Wow. And so the, the, another thing I learned in that season was this. Um Found selling skills 101, you re them in a, um, in a different environment. You go back to what you learned, the basics of what you learned. You dust it off. You re-employ it. You might have to package it a little bit different, this new environment. Um, and you find out how to help people accomplish what they want to accomplish in this new environment. And that's what we did. And um, when the market came up, half the agents existed in the market. What we, what, what we found this out, we found some of the, the, big, the big dogs were gone. They were not there anymore. We also found out there were new dogs on the market. Brand new dogs came into the market in, in the squeeze. And here's something about coming into the market in the squeeze. When people come into the market in the squeeze, they got a strategy. Oh yeah, they, they got a plan. They have seen the future, and they're skating to the puck. And um, and so, I say that to say this. I don't know where all of you are in your business or launching a business or are, you know, building upon an existing business. If any of you are considering a business in this environment, this is a fabulous environment to launch a business because it's um, and, it, and the stats will show that when um, someone launches in, into a new business in a down economy there is there is a fifty percent more chance that that business is going to grow strong and be steady and still be standing in the in five years and six years and eight years than the ones who launch in an up in economy because you know it's the low hanging fruit everybody can launch then so um anyway, those are some of the things that we learned to do um as a company. our morale increased our our camaraderie and team spirit and our desire to come around one another and support one another increased in the down market. So we became a tighter company. We became a, a better better support system one for another. I think that's it. I can't think
0: of anything else I want to tell you. <laughs> that's awesome. That is so you. And I love that you said you didn't even realize till later how everything had changed because you put your hand to what God had given you to do in the first place. And you dug in, that is such a word for right now. That is powerful story. And I love all of the nuggets and the fruit that you had of a better team. And, and you've got stories now you can tell like you just did that you wouldn't have had necessarily had you not been through that season. That's a very encouraging word for right now. That is awesome, Diane. Thank you so much. So glad you joined us for the Linda Fields Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org to order Prayer Plan Your Life today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lyndafields.org ppyl.